What is going on? We recording? We are. It well, shit. The tape machine well, is rolling. Shit. I, I guess I got a good level. I can, I'm cool with it. Yeah, we didn't even. We just slapped the mics up and went to town. I think I'm good too. You sound good. I sound good. Cool. I'm sure, our throngs Let's of fans think we sound great too. You know. Drinking beers in the Poon Saloon. Talking As huge. shit. As huge. Yeah. Taking a little break from the podcast. It has been a, it has been a minute, yeah. hasn't it? At least a month, right? Yeah, since we had... Uh, what was that author's name? Um, Was it the author last time? I have to go back and look. I it's think. easy to lose track. Like, I, I often think, like, when somebody pops up in the, in the music news, they're like, oh, that guy was on the podcast. But, uh I haven't been paying much attention. I, you know, it's hard to go back and pay attention to what you do all the time. I, I can only imagine like these guys that have a thousand episodes. It's like you're gonna forget that somebody was on your podcast, right? I'd imagine that's a lot. It's a lot to unless it's a super memorable conversation. But there's got to be people in there that I mean, we have over a hundred episodes, and it's like Sean McVeigh was our last one. Yep. Sean was the last one. Yep. Sean seems like a good guy. Yeah, King Buffalo. I think we're going to try and do a live podcast with them when they come to town in November. They're doing a headlining show at the Beachland Ballroom in Cleveland, Ohio. What day is that, though? I don't even know right now. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, I think I want, I'd rather, at this point, after a year of doing phone interviews, the coolest part about our podcast initially was doing them in at the shows you know in person that's how i'd prefer to do it and i'm sure everybody would that's doing this kind of thing how long ago was that jeez the last time we did a live one <laughs> yeah other than in the poon saloon just with us yeah i don't even know it's been way over a year i can't remember the last one i'd have to go back and actually it was was it kirk winstein no I did a bunch at Beachland, and we did a couple at the Grog Shop. I think that Chris Broderick one was after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did that at the Outpost. Um, gosh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look through the catalog. Look, look through it. Hey, the guy from Earthless was that it? Maybe. That may have been it. Yeah, their guitar player from Earthless is now touring with the Black Crows. No shit. Yeah. He's the lead guitarist for the the Crows, taking over um, Mark Mark Ford's position. What happened to Mark Ford? You know, uh, I've seen recent interviews, and I think Chris, they asked him about Mark Ford, and basically Chris said, no, we're not doing any of the old members in the Black Crows again, except they have Sven Pippian playing, who's been the bass player for 20 years. But aside from that, and who knows, maybe next year they'll – Bring him in. Hmm. I, I assume this is not the end of Mark Ford and the Crows. Probably cash. Could be, or it could be they're trying to protect. They're trying to protect um, their relationship. It's, could it's, it be? There might be some resentment or something. Some, yeah. Why some aren't you giving us more money? Kind of shit. I mean, there's two sides feelings. of every story. The crow. The it seems like Chris and Rich have enough class to keep that shit under wraps, though. You know, they're just kind of straightforward with it. It's like, no, they're just negative people, and we don't want them around. And that's legit. Here they are touring again. I didn't think they would. I mean, 
I saw them in 2013 <clears throat> on their last tour. And Jackie Green was playing guitar. And they were co-headlining with Tedeschi Trucks Band. And I knew then something was wrong. You know, I was like, oh, this is the last time we're going to see these guys together, I think. Yeah? Yeah. The vibe? Yeah. You know, it was very stripped down. It was like an hour-long set, which is very uncharacteristic for them, or at least was at the time. And I was like, yeah, they just cashed in on this, and I think they're done. And they were for years, you know. A lot of bad vibes. Hmm. But I'm on Team Robinson, man. Whatever keeps those guys together. They know how to fucking do their shit, right? So... If that means getting rid of toxic people, okay. I I would like to see the original band, but I'd rather see them out and just doing the thing. Yeah, know? yeah. They can find guys that will step in and fill those shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll be fine. They're working on new material too with the uh, producer of Shake Your Money Maker, which is probably another good move. So we'll see what happens with that, man. I'm just glad to see. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like. They opened up the tour, and I was watching the clips on YouTube of the first couple shows, and just those shitty little YouTube clips got me a little emotional, man. I was like, that's fucking rad. You know, like, kind of in a happy way, you know? Both fanboys over the Black Crows, everybody, they're, in case you, did, you weren't well, aware. Whoever listens and knows me <laughs> knows their top five, maybe one or two, you know? But uh, it wasn't just them, but it was like... God. Black Crows and Clutch are playing the same night. Who are you going to see? Probably the Crows, dude. Clutch yeah. is more consistent. You know, they don't yeah. break up every five years. You know, you know. Farewell we're, show. We're gonna see same night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've already seen a lot of farewell shows with the Black Crows. You know, yeah, right. so it might be Clutch because they might be telling the truth. I don't know. Crows have broken up a lot, and so there was a lot of farewell shit unofficially, you know? <laughs> the right. fans knew. Like, fuck. I think Clutch is going to be around for a while. Hopefully. You yeah, never know, just man. put their head down and keep fucking churning. Yeah, but are we taking these people for granted? I don't take shit for granted. I don't either anymore. I mean, look who's a dropping off the fucking planet. I got my Clutch tickets. Yeah, I got to get mine because those shows on that tour are starting to sell out now. Oh, going back to the King Buffalo. That is November 20th, Saturday, November 20th. It's on a Saturday, Beachland Ballroom. So hopefully we'll be able to arrange a live podcast. That'd be great. Pre-show it. Um, We'll see how it goes. Are they on that uh, Primus Sword? Wolf Mother. Wolf Mother. That'll be a good one too, man. Uh, I never dug deep into Wolf Mother. I listened. I had one of their albums, actually CDs, and uh, just never really uh, clicked with me. I liked their first two records, and then anything after that it didn't really resonate with me either. Um, they got some bangers, though. They're good live. I've seen them. I saw them on their first headlining tour, Cleveland, first album. And it was good. It was really good. They headlined the Cleveland uh, or the Agora uh, Theater. It was packed. It was very good. So that's going to be a weird mix, man. And it's good to see the sword out. I mean, Kyle Shutt's been on the podcast a couple times now. I'd like to meet. I'd like to do a podcast with him in person. That's probably too big of a show to squeeze that in, though. Yeah. Might ask him, though. 
It's like, are you guys hanging out? Because, you know, a lot of these big package tours, like the openers will play the show and leave because they got an eight-hour drive ahead of them. You know, right. that's kind of how it works. So they can't always hang out. But I'll ask him. Maybe we can uh, arrange that. That'd be great. That would be great. It's like, are you hanging out after the show or before the show? Where is that show at? Is it... It was where Nautica was. What's it called now? The Cleveland Scene Stage? I'm not even sure what it's called Oh, now. it's outdoors. Yeah. It's what what used to be Nautica. Uh, if it's outdoors, we might be able to pull it off. Maybe. It's all up to them. Because that's not... I mean, that venue's pretty large, but it's not like... Uh, I don't know if, what I was thinking. I was thinking like CSU. Oh. Yeah, not that, not quite that big. I think it's maybe 4,000, 3,000 decent sized fucking crowd man people are coming out now man that's i think that's why i was starting to get a little a little emotional seeing those videos because like fuck yeah people are coming back out it's like oh it feels good yeah i've been to a couple shows no concerts yet just uh you know cover bands or local shows that feels good too i've seen small bands at small outdoor venues so far this summer um original stuff and some blue stuff felt good to get just be there you know yeah, you went to kent fest the blues fest down in kent yeah kent has a blues festival every year and i did go it was way it was actually pretty slamming kent did you see mike lens nope he was there was he no he did play it's a bunch of different venues for those who don't know so there's a bunch of shows going on at once Shit, I would have gone to that. Yeah, he was early though. He was like five. Five? Yeah. I think I missed him. Yeah, I didn't get there till like six. It was good to uh, just get good to feel back to normal somewhat. We'll see how it lasts, how long it lasts. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But uh, I think we'll be good till. I think we're gonna be good. The, the, yeah. data, the data supports it. There's not enough people dying. We'll see what the states do, man. It's all about governors now. That's apparent. You know, yeah. federal government can say whatever they want. But if the governors say, nope, we're not doing it, then hopefully our wonderful governor wises up, doesn't do that shit to us again. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Are people going to go back to the fucking house again after this? I don't think they'll get away with it in the summertime. Nah, I think they understand that yeah. maybe. Or people just ignore it. A lot of people ignored it last year. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're not wearing masks outdoors. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the data's out there on that stuff, you know. We'll see, man. Fingers crossed. There's a lot of shows coming up. We need to get our shit together. My shit's together. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That's I'm ready. Good. I mean, my shit's together. I'm ready to play. I'm so ready to play. I haven't played... A show in three years. That's fucked. You know? It's fucked. When was the last time you played a show? The last show we played together was the last show that we played. You were with Redwater Tragedy. Really? That was the last show you played? So it's been even longer for you. Because I think we... Mm -mm. No, the last show you played was with us. No, the last show I played was with Burn Blue Sky. It was like in November... Three years ago. It's 2021, so 2019, 18. Yeah, those were the last shows I did. And I think the last shows we did were that summer. 
because it was still warm out. We were watching, was the last show we played the one we watched the Conor McGregor fight with Mayweather? I don't know. It was around that time. Yeah, long time ago. And when was that? That was a while ago. Mm -hmm. Longest break I've ever taken since I was... We played with, we played at the Empire Concert Club on August 3rd. That was probably the last one then, huh? Yep. 2017. Oof. Damn. So was it 2017 then? It had to be. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. Late, late 2000s. Fucking four years. That's insane, dude. That's too fucking long, man. Yeah, it's got to be done, man. We got to figure it out. For those who don't know, we have we are in a three-piece band. We have no name. We have a lot of material. Um, still trying to name the songs. We, anybody, yeah, we can't settle on a name. We've got a couple different options out there. We're working on it. We'll dial we it in. We should just have like four of them and put them out there and let everyone vote. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> our, our fucking massive crowd. Oh. Yeah. This one wins with 11 votes. We're just taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Our super fans. That's uh, all our girlfriends and children <laughs> voting. <laughs> We'll figure it out, man. I have wild ideas of, you know, I just want to fucking play again. But as far as like recording our material, I think we're too comfortable. And I think like Burn Blue Sky had that problem too. Cause we, we had a fucking our own studio. And so we just took forever to make records years. And it was like, what this is fuck? I think we should just fucking rent a cabin for like three days and just bang all these songs out. Just go somewhere where we can't fucking do anything else. Oh, if you guys, you guys want to take the time, we can just do it here. We ain't got to go nowhere else. I'll take the time. I got nothing but time, bro. I hate doing it in the fucking middle of summertime, though. It's a drag. You know, and, and podcasting, it's tough to do podcasting in the middle of summertime, too. You know? It's like, oh, it's 80 degrees and sunny out. Let's go into this dark room. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking shelter ourselves from fucking everything. All the sunshine that we barely get in Ohio sometimes. This summer's been rainy, man. We can always do these outside too, you know. But then you got fucking birds, birds. chirping, fucking chickens. Yeah, we're in the country. Helicopters. Man. Mm-hmm. Motorcycles. You want to get too much uh, automobile going out here? Ambiance, dude. That's what that's called. I thought that was the store for lovers. Probably is. Is that still around? Probably. Should be a sponsor. Yeah. Where awkward. else can you get a fucking? giant fist dildo probably on amazon dude let's look it up (laughs) (laughs) yeah but if you look it up then it'll show you other things you might be interested (laughs) in. yeah that just never leaves your algorithm like shit nightstick fist dildo cool so that's all they show you now fucking cock rings and (laughs) butt how do you get rid of this shit damn it yeah you know um that's probably not on amazon right Oh, yeah. They have sex dolls on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm not looking that up. I'm not seeing it. Not going to do it. What was I looking for on DH Gate? I for, it was something. It was, I was looking for a knockoff fucking guitar because I, I forget what it was. Just to see what the, like, the price point was going to be for a Rickenbacker or something. And Rickenbacker brought up a fucking giant fucking sex doll. From, from Rickenbacker? No, no. It wasn't from Rickenbacker. <laughs> Don't wow. know why. It looked pretty real. What the fuck? 
they're just assuming that you want to see that. That's offensive. Oh. Well. Did you get the Rickenbach, the knockoff? No, but I do have a sex doll now. (laughs) 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 No, I don't. Squirrel. Yeah. I don't really. They didn't have it in Redhead. That's fucking, (laughs) that's a drag. And that's not being diverse, you know, shit. So you think buying a knockoff guitar is worth it? No, no. I was just curious because we were talking about it with Dave. Dave, Dave's big on that shit, man. No, they did uh, find a. Uh, they got like two hundred guitars that were coming into the U.S. They ended up fucking. Customs got them. Yeah, customs got them. It was they were knockoffs claiming to be Gibsons and Gretches and shit. That's a problem. That's a big fucking problem. Fucking China, man. They do that with iPhones and shit too, man. It's like. You know, how I do don't you stop that. I don't know that you do. You could number each guitar in a certain they way. They do that already. Do they? Mm-hmm. Serial numbers. All guitars have serial... Well, you know, higher-end guitars have a serial number stamped on the headstock or yeah. somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be another way. Maybe chip them. I wonder if they're doing that now. Probably soon. I need it. I mean, you know, I'm thinking about getting another guitar. My fucking baby Martin's hurting my fangies, dude. Put some fatter strings on this it. This fucking motherfucker. I probably need to restring that shit. I'm trying to fuck around with guitar. I'm having fun. You know, I'm not saying I'm good because I'm not. But get some uh, elixir nano webs. Nano webs. They're, they're a little thicker. They yeah. last forever. You, they you don't can't rust. push it on the strings, dude. The fucking yeah. Make a little glide. Gl- well, the action's high on that that baby Martin too. But that's any acoustic guitar, right? You can't cha- you can't adjust the action. Because you should be able to bridge, adjust the, the bridge is like sitting up that high. You might be able to adjust the action. I don't know if it's set. There might be a mm. I don't know truss I'm, rod in there. I was looking at it, but I don't fucking know how you fix that <coughs> shit, man. Well, you see, like at the headstock there. Yeah. There's a little plate. Yeah. You take remove that plate. Oh really? And inside there's a big long screw that goes all the way through the neck. Really? Yep. And you turn it, and it'll. Oh, I might mess with it. I don't know, those baby Martins are the cheapest Martin, so they might not have any of that shit. Potentially. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Might have to delve into electric soon. Then I have to get an amp. You can get amps cheap, or you can buy one of those. I got one, it was like 20 bucks, maybe 40 bucks. I'd probably go expensive. Just get it and have it. It's a little modular thing. You just plug into your, I mean, it actually has the guitar jack on it. You plug right. it in, and then you put headphones on. Oh, yeah, I do it that way. Mm-hmm. It, it's good for apartment living, for sure. But, you know, that's not fun. Got to piss the neighbors off. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we'll see, man. I think we should... You know, my opinion is I think we should just do some shows. Just play the fucking shit. to get used to it. Just jam it out. Just get back out there and have some fun for a little while. Maybe not record. Maybe not release anything for a while. Just get the buzz going on the street. You know? You need a 5 millimeter hex wrench. Hex wrench for the yeah, baby Extra Martin. long, yeah, to get down in there and adjust it. Huh. All right, I'll take a look. This is riveting stuff. For all you guitar guitar players or drummers that are trying to be guitar players, there's a lot of you out there too, motherfuckers. I'm one of them. It's good for you. It's you good know, for you to have a hobby. Jor, jo, Joey, Joey, Jordison, Jordison, 
Am I saying Tamer? Yeah. yeah, he just passed away, but I guess he was in a band. Wasn't he in the Murder Dolls playing guitar? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. Mm-hmm. Yay, what a talent. God, dude, that man. drummer was a fucking ridiculous. Machine, dude. I saw him twice. Well, we saw him together, dude. Like, when was that? 2008? We've talked about that before. Yeah. That was one of the best heavy metal shows I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, they did not fucking smash Mastodon or Pantera, but... Ah... Impressive in their own right, for Fuck sure. yeah. Super entertaining. I mean, just shock value-wise, just the musicianship was just next level. He was a motherfucking machine on the drums. Yeah, that's how I feel about Lamb of God. I wasn't a huge Lamb of God fan until I saw him live, and then I was fucking blown away. Yeah. I went to see... Actually, I went to see Hatebreed. I was chasing some tail, some girl I was into. It's back in the day, right? Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Hatebreed and Lamb of God played at the uh, <clears throat> House of Blues... Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, I went to see Hatebreed. She went to see both. She liked them both, but she was like, "Oh, you're gonna love Lamb of God." And I was like, "Yeah, I can't Lamar. stand Randy Blythe. Yeah. Fucking not a fan." Three songs in, I was fucking floored. Yeah, incredible. Fuck. They changed their drummer too. That guy's gone now too. He's playing in Megadeth, I think. Chris, uh, I can't remember his last name. That's thing I don't even know. I thought they were brothers. I would think that seeing Lamb of God in a venue like House of Blues would be way more translatable, because I've only seen Lamb of God on a big stage, and you know, this you lose some of the impact of the volume when you're out on a lawn somewhere and you're watching them. Oh yeah, I think a smaller they belong in smaller rooms. Well, because you can't. You're not forced to pay attention, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, yeah. There's not wall to wall sound, and you're like, shit. I can't talk to you right now because I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm you're getting- out in a fucking lawn, and you can like you're talking, and you hear it, and it's just there, right? You know, when you're at House of Blues, just there's there's nothing, no conversations happening other than shouting in each other's ear, <laughs> yeah, or talking briefly between songs and sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the smaller rooms, man. I think most fans of heavy music probably prefer smaller rooms, wouldn't you think? I mean, it's probably better for the band to play on big in big stages, but well, expensive, you know, expense-wise, they they want to play in front of more people, of course, but as far as like show-wise, I mean, you can't you can't compete quality-wise. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels different. It fe- yeah. I mean, it's rumbling through you. So, you don't get that at Blossom. Not unless you're down in the front. I mean, I've been to, you know, the big shed shows and front row, and yeah, you'll get your brains blown out. But uh, if you're out on the lawn, you don't feel that impact as much. I mean, there's something to be said. Like, we saw Tool, I think they came to uh, the Q or whatever it's called now. And uh, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you can get that same level of experience in a small place because you're not going to see the the grandiose you know right visions and you know images that they have going on on stage right tool is an event yeah it's It's not it's a fucking opera it is pretty much like watching those we've talked about this recently off mic but watching those danny carey uh drum cams you like you get i mean he is the focus i mean it's the it everyone's around him you know, it's like, damn, he is so musical. Gosh, it's turning into a drummer podcast, but he is so musical with, with his instrument instruments. I mean, 
all those ambient noises that you're hearing on tool songs, he plays that shit live. I mean, it's all in pads and stuff. A lot of it's, you know, digital sound, but mixed with the acoustic sound, it's like, damn, dude, you're doing everything back there. You're doing all that shit. You know, that's, that's probably more tailored to a bigger, bigger place. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you can, you could pull it off. Sure. Obviously. But when you see it, the the size of the production, it does make it different. Right. You know, if you saw the same thing and it was a 10 foot banner or a fucking 10 foot screen, it'd be cool. I'm not saying it wouldn't, but when you see it and it's like almost engulfing the size yeah. of it, it's just enormous. It, it just makes it different. It's an all encompassing experience. It's a vibe. Yeah. It was like uh, seeing Perfect Circle at Akron Civic Theater. You know, the, just the size and scope of the stage and the arena, you know, the place that we were in kind of made the whole show. If we would have seen them at, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been great, but it would have been different to see them at fucking the Beachland Ballroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way different. Would have been awesome, though, too, probably. Yeah, it would have been a different thing. Yeah, yeah, completely. Stripped down. They, the, the, Those are the kind of musicians that you, they could do both. I mean, Tool could do a stripped down show and blow your fucking mind, too. You know, they could play like House of Blues. They never would. They're too big. But fuck, that'd be a great, you know? Yeah. To, to get to do that. You know, it's like, oh, my God, like, this is some special shit right here. Yeah, that would be great. But, you know, fuck, man. Losing uh, Joey uh, Jordison, you know, it's like, fuck. They come in threes, but who else died? Well, I mean, Dusty Hill. Dusty from Hill, Z- the same day. Was it the same day or the next? It was the same was day. It? I believe. That's a big one, too, but he was 72. Is that a good run or kind of short? 72 in the fucking music industry? The whole, his whole fucking life. I mean, ZZ Top was around in the late 60s. A lot of people don't know that. Like, they were fucking touring to Jimi Hendrix. It's like, whoa. Really? I didn't even know that till I watched that documentary. It was like, ah, god damn it, man. But great player, dude. I mean, the early ZZ Top records are fucking great. Uh, Joey died the day before. Yeah, and then Dusty Hill the next yeah. day. Damn, dude. Who's next? Coming threes. Did, did somebody else die and we were missing it? I don't know. Probably. Those are the two on my radar, though. It's like, damn, man. I wonder why Joey died. It's crazy because they don't really tell you for months, you know, now. Yeah. I know he was sick, but too young to be that sick and dying of shit. Yeah, he was in his 40s. Late 40s. Yeah, 46, I think. Yeah. Glad I got to see him twice. It was great. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a Murder Dolls fan, but I was a Slipknot fan for sure. Yeah, Slipknot was uh, impressive. Who's playing drums for him now? Do you even know? I don't know. I don't know. I wish we could look it up. Can't. So, somebody I don't know. Yeah, but I wonder what they're going to do. Probably just keep slugging along. Jay Weinberg. Weinberg? That's what it says. Is that Max Weinberg's kid? I think it is. Who is the drummer for Bruce Springsteen? 
Long time. Yes. Ha, I do know some shit. It folks. is Max Weinberg's kid. Boom. Boom. Now, Max Weinberg's a great drummer. I'm going to say this right now. He should leave Bruce Springsteen. You know? Yeah. Not good. No. Shit is not good. Sorry if there's any Springsteen fans that listen to this, but there's probably not. And if there is, we're probably going to shit on Bruce Springsteen for the duration of this podcast. So. Yeah. He's a rapist. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is a rapist? Well, he's talking about having sex with little girls. He is? Hey, little girls, your daddy home. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a problem. That's problematic. I think we should start this trend. Springsteen pedophile hashtag. Here we go, dude. It's going downhill. <laughs> no, we won't do that to you, Bruce. I mean, Kiss has songs like that too, dude. Christine oh, yeah. 16. What? Hey. They were probably like 24 when they wrote that shit. I was like, you're talking about getting with 16-year-olds? Now, in 1973, the world was a completely different place. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. It probably wasn't the right thing to do back then either. <clears throat> probably a little fucking weird. They came, the generation before them, was fucking kids two. were getting married. At 13. At 13, fucking 16. Yeah, didn't Elvis marry somebody really young? Didn't he marry his first wife? Wasn't she like 16? I believe so. Yeah, she had to get an man. I don't know for sure. We, I'm just talking shit, but I could have What was his name? Looking, uh, Lisa great, Marie? Great Balls of Fire? Yeah, 13. It was his cousin or some yeah. shit. Shit gets weird, man. It wasn't all that long ago. No, too fucking... It was, you know, not long enough ago. A person ago. <laughs> A yeah. person ago. Yeah, yeah. That's, it is fucking weird. And the weird's not the word. It's fucked up. You know, like, because they're still, they're children, man. I mean, 16, Jesus Christ. I mean, maybe the lifespan was shorter. Lifespan was, lifespan was definitely shorter. They definitely, definitely didn't have as much time. And you had to fucking make hay while the sun is shining, man. You had to, you know, do what you can do to further your line, further your line. It wasn't like it is now. It's, it's hard to apply the standards of today to the standards of, you know, yesterday. Right. You can't. It's just not f- applicable. I mean, if my if if I went back in time, if I could go back in time, I would not support that shit. I'd be like, no, I'm not attracted to kids, you fucking weirdos. Because they're they're you know. Well, there wasn't millions of people. You didn't. I mean, you might not have people you know around for hundreds of miles or lots of you know. It, it was different. Yeah, in 1975, I think we had half the population we do now. Right in America. You know, I think the population in 75 was was uh, around 150 million so people. So imagine the 50s. And we're just having to talk. So, you know, and no way am I condoning. No, we're not condoning anything. But it's like, it yeah, it's weird, dude. You go back and listen to those old Kiss songs, and it gets a little fucking skeevy, man. You're like, just in the time we're in, you know, it's like going back and listening to that now. You're like, oh, it does kind of weird you out. You know, it's like, oh. Lots of 80s shit was like that. Well, that was like early 70s, so. But lots of 80s shit. I mean, Winger was talking about she's only 17. She's only 17, dude. That's right. And this so was. This was not that far long ago. Dude, Kings of Leon had a song that was something about her. She was only 16 or 15. How old was the guy in the song, though? That's another question. That's usually the, the argument. Right. You know. Was he 16, too? Was he 17? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I was writing it from a 16-year-old perspective. 
Yeah, but would a would a seventeen year old go be like, she's only seventeen? No, oh, maybe no. if he was nineteen. Maybe if he's but 19. then it's only two years. I mean, where does it get? Shit gets blurry. Yeah, well, I don't think a nineteen-year-old dating a seventeen-year-old is inappropriate. Right. But, I mean, but at what point do you? But a nineteen-year-old dating a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, that's probably. I don't know. It's getting is there, it, right? It's it's, it's the. It's, you're getting there. You're like okay. It's I, like after a certain age, they they can make their own decision. But at seventeen and a forty-year-old. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. a seventeen and a twenty-five. 17 and 25, I mean, if I was 20, say if I was 25 years, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either, of course. But, yeah. you know, like the, the lines get blurry after a while. I think it has to do like, you know, what about 30 and 55? I think that's fine. Of course. Yeah, because it's a full-grown woman. Yeah, or man. Or Yeah, on either side, you know. But, yeah, so I don't know, man. It gets weird. I would not want to be a young person right now, I don't think. If I could shave off 15 years and still know what I know, well, yeah, that'd be cool. Obviously, who's gonna say no to that? I mean, that's fucking everybody's what everybody <laughs> wants. Yeah, I guess. It's like who knows what's, what the world's gonna be like. What'll be inappropriate? What's gonna be inappropriate in 15 years? Saying what we're saying now. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's like those guys were animals. It's like <laughs> it's like what? I don't know. We'll see, dude. We'll find out. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, Rip Dusty Hill and Joey Jordison, you know. Am I saying his last name right? Jordison. That's his. That's right. Correct. But, uh, yeah, and hopefully no more, you know, for a while. Guess it's not up to us. But, on that said... I think we covered a lot of music related content today we're just trying to get we're trying to want to keep the podcast going man I, I i just don't want to grind like all the fucking there's a podcast industry now and they give you all these rules and eh, that's not rock and roll i don't want to i don't i want to make it enjoyable and i don't want to have to follow the rules we, we can do this on our own and do it the way we want to do it so there might not be an episode every week uh, I want to keep it quality, so if I want to make them the best that they can, that we can get them. So maybe there'll be four a month, some months, and, and then maybe there'll be two every, you know, on on a month, just depending, you know, because we we are musicians and trying to get our shit together with the music stuff too. So I want them both to coincide with each other, but we only have so much time, so we got to figure all that out. We will, but uh, that's kind of where we're at, and uh, hopefully new music coming from us soon. Hopefully. Band name coming. Band name's coming. We'll figure that out. Band name is, is not coming, but it's not a terrible idea for a bad name. Coming. Coming. Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible idea. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't right. want to do it with a U? <laughs> nope. Like in a kiss font? Ooh. <laughs> with a K, dude. No. That's disgusting. Misogynistic. Let's wrap this up. Well, before we go, <laughs> I did want to give a shout out to uh, our buddies over at ANA Eminet. A and A M M A, Slim and Monty do a good job breaking down all the uh, UFC, Bellator, you know, one championship shit. So if you guys ever want to get into that cage fighting shit, they're down for it. They do a good job. It's pretty interesting st- stuff, you know. It's probably the most interesting sport out right now. You know, everything else is kind of boring. You know, I've never been a big sports fan, but UFC and uh, you know the uh, 
What's the other one called? Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, they're uh, those fights are crazy, man. Well, there's a good one. There were some good ones last night. Yeah, there were some good ones, some bangers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last McGregor fight was like you never know what's gonna happen, right? It's just chaos. It know? is. That's why it's so interesting. And then you go try to watch baseball, and you're like, oh, this is fucking boring. You know. Well, you know what I I think's interesting about it is that. You can kind of watch from the sideline and not have to be invested in uh, win or lose. I mean, sometimes you you, you, you what, have a loyalty. Uh, like hometown favorite. Yeah, sometimes you do. But it's not like, I like this guy. You like the fucking Michigan. And I like Ohio State. And fuck you guys. And yeah, they try to drum that shit up in the the press conferences, which shit. is cool. There, I mean, there is some of that. It's fine. In, it's in it's world. got some WWE to it, you know. They, they sure. it's showmanship. It, sure. it is a uh, spectator sport. They want right. they want to draw eyes to it, and you Get know, drama unfortunately, going. drama does that. It's right. it's entertainment. It is drama. The whole thing is drama. You know, like watching you know watching some of these fights. Like, oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. That's crazy. And both people going into those, you know into those matches are uber talented, you know? Oh yeah. To get to that level alone. Right. Yeah. I mean, so even if they get smoked in the first 30 seconds, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, like, that was you a never long know way. what's, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. It was a long trip to get there. There yeah. wasn't just, they fucking stumbled just, out of a bar. This <laughs> isn't UFC fucking two where you just got some barroom brawlers that happen yeah. to fucking yeah. make it into the fucking arena. Yeah. And they can't do that. I mean, those people would get killed. Like the average badass in a bar steps into a fucking uh, <clears throat> ring like that, you're going to get fucking smoked, dude. Right, but someone that's been practicing that their entire, you know. Yeah, that's what makes that sport so interesting. I don't know stats or anything. I just like watching the spectacle. It's well, like, they do oh a good job of that. a and they do a good job. They run through their record, their weight, their, you know, the odds, and they do a, they do a pretty good job. And uh, they do a lot of pickums for for betting and shit too. Where can you find their show? Anywhere you know? they anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, you know, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, um, Apple. I think I I think I listen to them on uh, uh, Spotify. And uh, what's the name of it again? A and A A when the what's the is that an ampersand? Is that the little? Curly Q the and oh shit I don't it's, know it's not the not the uh, and as a word oh okay Twitter handle do you know that no man all right well we'll do that next time guys <laughs> they got a website they do well I don't know if they got a website I think they're on Audio Boom Audio Boom yeah you guys can find them there and we'll uh we'll keep plugging them because they're actually uh, doing that for us too so yeah they're good guys podcast bros man forever. All right, y'all. See you later. All right. Till next time.